Hi, I'm Lucas Mack. I'm a former TV reporter, a published author, TEDx speaker, musician, advertising agency owner, and management consultant. I'm also a former Christian preacher who dedicated 15 years of my life searching for truth and love. I've done a lot of work to heal, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack, and today I'm so excited to bring my conversation with Alex Cabadias. In this conversation, I really called her a prophet. She's bringing a divine message to humanity. She's an intuitive. She's a Reiki healer. She's all sorts of wonderful things, but most importantly, she is a dear sister with a beautiful message for humanity. So enjoy. My powerful powerful sister alex how are you i'm so good i mean um i think this is like the most important time in the history of mother earth yes yes that's how i feel and i feel that even though the circumstances are showing us uh such you know uh duality you know because duality is like raising to the roof right now yes i i feel that the virtues that we have within are starting to come out at this time. Mm. And it's the right time for us to shine our light. You know, it's the right time for us to acknowledge that we come from God. We come from source. And this is the time that our planet needs us to bring forth this divinity that we have within that, you know, I mean, we are not separated from, from God. That's a, that's a belief that some people have or some people have learned throughout their existence because of religion or the, their cultures and stuff. And, you know, even though, I don't know, there are people who, who might say, yeah, well, but thanks to religion, I managed to have faith in something, you know, or thanks to religion, I managed to survive in certain circumstances because it gave me strength. So I'm not saying that everything about it is wrong. Right. I'm just saying that we need to acknowledge what's, you know, um, behind what we know as structures, as institutions, you that's know? Right. That's right. Uh, yeah, God is we can, great. yeah, sorry. Oh, no, no, this is great. I was just going to say God mm-hmm. is greater than the religions. God is greater yeah. than the earth. He pre-existed all religions. He will yeah. outlast all religions. He is beginning. Uh-huh. He is end. God as source, he, however someone wants to put that father energy of, I think this is the time where that energy just brings everyone in this like masculine hug in the earth in that nurturing yeah. feminine energy, like unifies everyone to this. Totally. Oh, I, you know what? I have this image every time I'm meditating, which is, I'm going to share it with you and uh, everyone that's listening. Um, I feel that the earth, you know, Mother Gaia, she's like raising from, um, from the center, from the core of the mm-hmm. earth, like, you know, like, how can I put it? Like, as if it were a chalice, you know, wow. and we are within, and then, we, then I feel the God presence, like the masculine aspect of the divinity yes. coming down 
yes. you know, uh, and like creating a, a, a sphere of light around us, like the mother and the father uniting and joining forces. That so is that, so beautiful. That, you know, the divine masculine and the divine feminine yes. can only, not, not just uh, embrace us, but also um, help us, uh, you know, like, bring forth what they have brought within like from uh, sorry I'm, I'm trying to connect the words because i get i get so how can i put it when i'm talking about these things uh i'm like in my energy state mm, good you know and it's like it, 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 and it's like my words sometimes they i, I start rumbling i mean i'm sorry about that but I what i mean what i mean is that um it brings forth the divinity within the person, you know, both aspects, like the yin and the yang, they yes. start connecting, intertwining. And when we um, find presence and we bring forth our presence into the world, um, it's from this union. It's not from one or the other perspectives. Right. It's the whole, it's as a whole, Right. You know, as one, and yes, the oneness, as one. the unity, yes. the unity consciousness. That's, That's great. It. You know, it's, yeah. um, I want to hear your path to how you got to where you are. And before you share that, yeah. it's important for those in religion. Religion has done a disservice to humanity's view of God because they made God associated with, gen, um, with gender. Yeah, and with as opposed to energy, like masculine and feminine energy have nothing to do with male and female body parts or exactly human body. And this is getting so, um, this is a huge barrier for a lot of people, even when Mm -hmm. Jesus said. God is not a man, God is a spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm -hmm. He's saying. He's not a man. Don't think of him as a man. And what is Rome? I always tie everything back to Rome as the epitome of the structure of the matrix. It's, mm-hmm. it's Roman. It's these, instead of worshiping, looking at nature, Rome creates from nature a statue and says, no, this is to be <laughs> worshiping. You're like, well, that's just stone. Exactly. You know? um, yeah. But Rome made it, genderized versus teaching the true energies of the father as that masculine energy. And that's why so many, when we have father wounds, Mm -hmm. it's, it's distrusting the masculine energy that wants to give us. When we have mother wounds, we we're distrusting the, the ability to be nurtured from within. And it's all these are going away. Thank goodness. But Mm -hmm. people are still hung up. I think on when they say, God is father. It's not God is a genetic man. Mm -hmm. It's just the energy of giving. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah. Um, While I was listening to you talking about the wounds, I was thinking about, you know, when we start acknowledging these wounds and we give ourselves the chance to heal those wounds, we are not only doing a service to ourselves, but also to everyone we are connecting with. Mm, yes you know and i feel that if we start looking at this new perspective of doing our healing work not just for us because it's not just for us that's that's the whole point of the unity consciousness right Mm, so it's not just for us whatever we do is allowing us to be our better version to share with the rest of the world 
so that when we connect with each other, then you're not, you know, like uh, absorbing my crap and I'm not absorbing your crap. <laughs> we, you know? That's right. And it's, and it's like, it's, it's, it, I mean, it has nothing to do with you. What I need to, to work on in myself is my crap to work on. It's That's not right. yours. That's you right. Know? That's right. So, and I feel that um, as we start doing this inner work, we start realizing that it was never other people's fault. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because we're always, oh, sorry, always pointing fingers at everyone, you know? Right. And we're always blaming everyone for what we are experiencing. Yeah. Let it be our mom, our dad, our brothers and sisters, our work, uh, yeah. the government, uh, the health system, whatever, you name yeah, it. You exactly. exactly. And, and it's like, if, if you start giving your personal power, which is called personal power for a reason, mm. right? If you start giving your personal power to everything that's around you, to all these uh, you know, institutions or whatever you want to call it, then you're disempowering yourself. That's right. You're not the one to, you know, making the decisions. Right, right. You know, in truth. What, one of the things that yeah. really shifted my perspective was learning about soul contracts. And right. when I first learned about it, it, it shifted everything for me because I grew up uh, in just horrible things, horrible things happen. And yet when I understand that my soul had the contract with these people to do these things so that I could know the depth of darkness so I could bring forth the brilliance of light and not be afraid of darkness. And then we can walk that we've all, and I don't blame those people. They, they did mm -hmm. exactly their perfect role. They played their perfect yeah. role in as dirty and in the human plane, mm -hmm. horrible, but in the spiritual plane, it's all good. How would I know to stand in love and healing? And, and yeah. yeah, it's just, it's incredible to step out of the victimhood and truly yeah. say, okay, I chose it so I could heal it, so I could break it. So I am stronger than generations past. The pain stops with me and it shall not yeah. pass to another. And I look at my three children now who have never been hit, threatened, intimidated, molested, touched, all these things. And I look at their innocence, that innocence that I didn't get to have, but they now get to have. And I get to heal by watching them live. Show me what it is to be childlike again. Show me what it is to have innocence. Show me what it is to not be have any shame of their body or it's just so beautiful i'm like this is what the inner work does it's like i, I have one word for that and that's what? freedom oh, it's freedom yes i yes. mean you know they're free and they know that that's their uh truth hmm. they came to this world free yes you know and they are completely embodying freedom that that's what i feel you know Gets me choked up. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, you, you should, you should uh, give yourself a, a pat on your shoulder because, mm. you know, this is thanks to you, man. I mean, really, you did the right, you did the right thing. You did your inner work because you understood what we were talking about before. Yeah. Your, your children are not uh, to blame for your, your own crap. I yeah, mean, exactly right. You know, why should they pay for it? That's right. You see? That's right. So 
bravo. I mean, you did the work you had to do with yourself yeah. and, you know, and, the, and your wife as well, because yes. obviously your kids, you know, yes. have this masculine and feminine energy. Yes. You know, yeah. in, in balance, in balance. Yeah. They are centered and they can live their life in truth and in freedom. That's, that's why we are here, really. Truly. It's, it's so beautiful. I, I, um, I referenced this on a podcast the other day, but my daughter asked, why are there bad people in the world? And I'm like, that's interesting. She's eight. She's mm -hmm. maybe she hurt. I don't know what they heard on school or whatever, but I said, well, everyone's just here to play their role. And I said, do you know what hot water is? And she said, yeah. I said, how do you know what, it, why it's hot? How do you know it's hot? Mm -hmm. She's like, I don't know. I was like, because yeah, you know what cold water is. Mm -hmm. How do we know what healing is? Because we know what pain is. How do we know what light is? Because we know what darkness is. How, we know this duality world is the great school for us yeah. to learn. And I really think what's happening up until December, up until the last, like, everyone just puts their arms up. Those that are in despair will finally just let go and they mm -hmm. think they're giving up, but that's when the rescue comes. And, and then we all get to walk in this new world, totally unattached to the old systems. And if we mm -hmm. tried to bring an attachment of the old systems into the new world, it doesn't yeah. work. Mm -hmm. Well, we are not giving up. We're giving in. Mm. I love <laughs> that. That's we're surrendering. surrendering. That's it. We're, we're surrendering. Yes. It's the only way that all these structures that we used to think were, you know, like natural. Yeah. There's nothing natural about that. That's right. Why, that's why they cannot uh, continue in this new earth. They can't, they can't be here because there's nothing... Um, there's no, you know, true interest in the, in the freedom of people, in the, um, in the people's, um, how can I put it, like embracing their greatness, their light. There's, there's nothing in those structures that connect us with our true nature. So they cannot continue being here. There's no reason for them to be here. They don't vibrate in the same frequency. That's right. So, that's right. You know, so that's why they, they, there's, no, there's no sense in mm. those structures being here. It doesn't make any sense anymore. And that's what's coming to the surface, yes. you know, yes. as we acknowledge that all these structures were, you know, let's, let's put this between inverted commas, right? Um, they served us for, for a few years, let's say, yeah. right? Uh, and I'm saying it like that. Uh, then we start understanding that underneath all this illusion that we've been living in, there was something else, which is coming to the surface now, yes. which is coming to the light. And thanks to that, we can evolve. But it's not because we are uh, doing things so that we change and we, you know, um, go up the, the ladder in the evolution or whatever. We right. are just remembering. That's right. We are remembering. I mean, when we, when we are born, the kid has no structures like the adults. They, they don't know about all these structures that we see, you know, in the everyday life. They, they have no clue of that. They are here. They are free. They are innocent, uh, just mm -hmm. like your kids. 
Yes. You know? Yes. And that's how we come to the world. We don't come to the world with all these, you know, structures that make no sense to our true nature, I'm saying. Right? Right. right. So what's going on now is that all this stuff that, that do not serve us anymore are crumbling down. And thank God, thank the universe, yes. thank whoever yes. you want to yes. thank you know, yes. that this is going on because thanks to that, we are remembering. Hmm. We are all remembering. And as you may see in many countries in the world, people are standing up together. Yes. yes. Together. It, it, oh, you know? Beautiful. It is so beautiful. My God. It is so yeah. beautiful. Um, yeah. Finally. <laughs> finally. Yeah. I got to talk to you about the, the United States because it's so, right. it's so b- bizarre in so many ways. But before we get into that, I, what has been your journey? Um, tell me about like you growing up and your spiritual awakening and how right. all that came to be. Okay. Okay. So, um, as I mentioned to you before, my dad, he is Greek and my mom, she's Lebanese. Mm. Um, so both cultures are very like strong cultures, you know, yeah. uh, their food, their religion, their loudness, everything, <laughs> you know, uh, they share these these aspects, both of them. Anyway. So uh, as I was growing up and I went to uh, an English school, actually, um, I used to, to have my subjects in English and in Spanish. Um, and the kids, they were all, you know, Argentinian or maybe, you know, Italian or whatever. But we were very different in many aspects. Mm. And I never felt that I could fit in, you know, yeah. because... I mean, ever since I was a kid, I was very much connected to nature, uh, to spirit, to all of this that to me was natural. But then I had to start like blocking that because nobody would come close to me because they thought I was a weirdo, Mm. you know? And uh, I remember being, I don't know, like five or six years old and going to my great grandparents' home. I, I, I met them. I had that, you know, blessing wow. uh, my, on, on my Lebanese side. And I remember, you know, walking in the garden and interacting with the fireflies and the, you know, the butterflies and all the bugs around. And like, I don't know, touching the flowers and feeling their energy wow. and all these things. I mean, I was, I was really, really little. And I used to talk about these things. And, you know, people used to say to me, dude, I mean, are you crazy? Hmm. What's going on with you? You're weird. You know, kids, how they are. You're weird. I don't want to talk to you. You're weird. You know, don't go away. So this kind of thing. So I started blocking this natural connection that I had with source, with spirit, with nature, which Hmm. is all the same, really. Yep, exactly. So, and then when I was around 16, my dad, the Greek guy that I was talking about before, my dad came home from work and, and he was so like peaceful and he's not like that. I mean, he's a Taurus and he's Greek, so he's not peaceful, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So he was coming in and he was like, you know, like floating on air. And I was like, where are you coming from? And he said to me, oh, I'm studying Reiki. I was like, dude, what's that? You know, yeah. what's going on? Because you're not, you're not my dad you've been changed or something, you know? Wow. And then he, he, came, he came home with a book that, 
that he got at this Reiki um, studio. So I asked him, so what do you do? What's Reiki? What's that? Mm. Uh, and he said to me, so this is a very uh, ancient um, healing technique. Uh, what's that? What do, what do you do? So he explained. And I was like, you know, I'm a Pisces. So, you know, everything that's esoteric and, you yeah, know. I love it. Yep. I'm like, woohoo, that's me. You know? <laughs> that's right. I, I, and I don't smoke anything and I don't take mushrooms or anything. That's my wow. nature. Right? Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. So, yeah. So that's my, my natural state. So I was to my dad about this and he said to me, do you want to go and, you know, like take the course with me? I'm like, yeah, can I go? And I was in high school, right? Wow. So this was 1996, so that you have an idea of the time. Um, so he asked his, his teacher, uh, and he, that the guy said, yeah, it's fine, bring her in. So I went, and I was like the only kid there. Everyone was like 50 or something, right? <laughs> so I was there, and I mean, I, I was listening to everything they were talking about and then experiencing with their practices and everything uh, what a session was like. And I mean, I was like, whoa, what is going on? I mean, because on one hand, it felt really weird. And on the other hand, it felt so natural to me. Yeah, familiar. Yes, so, yes. So I, so I had to, you know, like understand what was going on really. Yeah. And that was the first time when I was in session that I got connected to Jesus. Wow. Yeah. So wow. I, was six, cool. I was 16 at that time and he came to me in the session. So I was like in a, you know, like in, in this like a uh, very quiet state. And I, I, I saw his presence there and I felt him like, you know, giving me a message and everything that I really needed for that time. Cause I was like um, working on, on my relationship with my mom. Mm. Uh, that was one of the things that I had to heal in myself. So mm. anyway, yeah. so yeah. So that was the very first time that after I started, you know, unblocking myself, Yes. I got in touch with, with, with a, an ascended master. And then, uh, so I went to, back to school, to high school. And, uh, you know, I was talking to my friends there. And they were like, dude, you're so weird, you know, again. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, you know what I said at that time? I said, wait a second. What's, why am I weird? Because I'm different? Mm -hmm. Because I like different things? You know, so I spoke to my teacher, to my Reiki teacher at that time. And I said to him, look, this is going on at school. I didn't think that um, if I talked about this, that would be the reply because I found it so natural when I was experiencing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the guy said to me, you know what? Why don't you stop calling it weird and you start calling it unique hmm. or maybe or maybe uh, different, you know, yeah. but not weird. It's, there's nothing weird about this. So that, that was my first um, encounter with spirituality after I was a kid. Wow. And then I started practicing yoga and Tai Chi and meditating. And then I became certified in all of this. Um, and then I started studying other holistic therapies um, that I still, you know, um, work with, with my clients. And uh, so it was fascinating because every time I, I'm like connecting to one of these therapies, I experience so many things. Mm. So it has like, you know, opened up a whole new spectrum for me in the connection with life, really. Wow. So, so that's, that's, that's how it all started. 
what what um on the greek side and and lebanese side yeah. was there right. uh what religious backgrounds did your parents come from did they come oh, they're greek orthodox, orthodox. Or greek yeah. orthodox. Yeah. yeah yeah have you ever seen my big greek fat wedding yes so oh, yeah okay so yeah. i'm tula <laughs> yeah so, yeah i always joke about that because it's i mean every time i i watch that movie i'm like that's hilarious holy crap you know i'm going to paint the greek flag at my parents garage <laughs> you know i'm that's bringing an, an aphrodite statue and put it in the garden <laughs> yeah yeah i mean amazing yeah, amazing yeah. it's funny but it's true <laughs> how so. did how did um how did we get connected? What, how did you find me? I think I heard one of your podcasts. Was it with Lori? With Lori Ladd? Oh, yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, okay. Yes. That's it. You That's it. I love her. I love her me. so much. You know, what, you know what happens to me every time I listen to her? It's like I feel that my higher self is talking through her. Mm. That's never happened to me before. Wow. It's like I listen to her and I'm like, dude, that's me talking. <laughs> wow. You know? Because... Wow. The things that she is like bringing forth for people to, to connect with. Yeah. It's the same stuff that I see and I feel in myself. Wow. And I'm like, crap. I, I don't want to say the word shit if I'm not allowed oh, right now. Anyway, yeah, yeah, no, oh, okay. Shit. You know? <laughs> with my Argentinian accent and everything. I love but, it. You know? And I'm like, I mean, I stopped listening to, to many spiritual people that are yes. on Instagram because yes. um, there's so much fear-based or yes. anger-based stuff going on. Yeah. And, oh, you know, it, it makes me really anxious and I feel very um, triggered. Yeah. You know? It's... But, it's so I... So, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Go. Keep going. No, sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. I, right. love, I love hearing your story. <laughs> So, so, you know, um, I asked myself, why am I being triggered by these things? So when I was meditating and I asked, you know, my, my guides, I was asking them, what should I learn from these triggers? What's going on beneath, you know, underneath this that, that I'm experiencing right now? Because there's obviously there's something that I need to see that I'm not seeing. So please give me clarity. Mm. And what I saw there was you're you're not listening to everything that you're listening to through your higher self mm. this this is triggering your past wounds your ego and all this these things this is not your truth in truth <laughs> you know yeah. so this is the message that they gave to me and i said that i mean that's it i get it now because every time i see something that might create some kind of um, anxiety, fear, or whatever, and it causes that that a feeling within me. I understand that that's I'm not seeing the situation through the eyes of source. Mm. I need to step back and watch the thing from another another perspective. Yes, yes. you know, yes. because I mean, all those emotions that get um, to the surf that come to the surface with these triggers have nothing to do with our, with our truth That's right. and with our essence. It has nothing to do with that. So when I got that, I started getting less triggered, but also I started um, connecting with those teachers that are online at the moment mm. that I feel resonated, resonating with, yeah. you know? Because we, we never resonate with everyone. 
Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. I mean, we, we, can, we can learn stuff from, from everything because everything is teaching us at the end of the day. But then we don't resonate with everything, every single thing that's out there. That's why we don't, you know, we don't all eat the same food. We don't all, you know, uh, watch the same movies, whatever. I'm just giving an example here. But, right. you know, the, the variety is so, so wide. But then we need to um, start knowing ourselves more and see with which things we are resonating with and pick those. Because mm. otherwise, I mean, they could be teaching us something, but that doesn't mean that it's going to uh, contribute to our growth. Right, right. It's two different things. That, that's the, the, the teaching behind this that I uh, got from my guides, at, at least, you know, so... Anyway, it's <laughs> beautiful. I think um, a lot of the spiritual self-help um, yeah. <clears throat> packaged messaging that has been very popular over the past five years that mm -hmm. modeled themselves after the Tony Robbins type, yeah. the, that, that path. And I really mm -hmm. like uh, Tony, but they tried to emulate something that already was as opposed to being their own authentic self yeah. I find and I feel like a lot, their their lessons to wake up mm -hmm. are to realize that they traded popularity in the 3d plane mm -hmm. yeah instead of being authentically themselves <laughs> to lead in the 5d plane and yeah. all these people like you and I Lori uh, I mean many numerous yeah yeah, yeah. Of but course, yeah have watched these two worlds play and and even um yesterday Brene Brown um so when this airs a few days ago when mm -hmm. Brene Brown was doing did something I don't know my wife is telling me that she was just getting ripped because she turned off her comments when mm -hmm. she made a political statement and someone said <laughs> you're about authenticity and courage and bravery how are you turning your comments yeah. off and and that you know we're, people are going to wake up more and more to these lessons to learn to not put mm -hmm. your faith and trust in another person to mm -hmm. go in with oneself and see what aligns and take and like you said keep going and keep surrendering because we are yes. walking into this mm -hmm. world it will look nothing nothing at mm -hmm. all whatsoever like the past and i think many will be shocked many will be prepared many will be ready to lead and teach and guide and many will be finally willing to i think learn like oh yeah. okay i see yeah. Uh, yeah i mean the feeling will be oh i'm home <laughs> you know yes yes oh yeah, yeah. It, it's so <laughs> cool hearing that jesus showed showed up to you i tell people i mean one of the great messages is if Jesus showed up to Paul on the road to Damascus mm -hmm. and spoke to him, mm -hmm. he's doing it today to people all over the world. Like, don't worry yeah. about like, do you believe in Jesus? The Christian Romanistic <laughs> mentality was we're coming. I say this all the time. We're coming. Mm -hmm. Rome would say we're coming to a new land, mm -hmm. convert or die, <laughs> submit or die. Right. And right. They're like, you don't, you got to believe what we believe. This is the doctrine to become Roman. If you want to eat our food, enjoy our utilities, have our blessing, all these things, you have to become mm -hmm. Roman. And yeah. right away in the book of Acts in the New Testament, here's an example that co completely wipes away that Jesus shows up and talks to Paul 
after Jesus was already ascended and changed Paul's life. Jesus shows up to you. Jesus showing up all over the world. People mm-hmm. let it be like, yeah, I let mean, God be God source be source love yeah. be love and stop trying exactly. to fear, trying to control, manipulate, coerce, connive people's beings, just live mm-hmm. in love. There's something that I learned from that. That was not the only ascended master that I interacted with, mm. but there's something that I did learn from all of them, which is they are just a reflection of ourselves, mm. of our essence. Mm. And they are there interacting with us so that we awaken yeah. that aspect in ourselves. You know, it's yeah. not that they are, separated from us or better than us that that's not that's not it you know right they are just a representation of the divinity that we all have inside yes you know Mm, that is so and uh, and i mean it could be anyone i mean it could be buddha it could be i don't know uh saint germain whoever you know because you know there are so many ascended masters uh Did you see, I, I, I got a tattoo, it's Metatron's Cube. Can you see that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you know what I did that? Because for two months, I had Metatron every meditation coming to me and saying, it's going to protect you. You need to get that on your arm. Wow. For over two months, man. I mean, and I'm like, you got to be joking, you know. <laughs> I, I, I love tattoos, but it's like, why? Why mm. a tattoo? And, and then I understood that once you, you know, you, you, you get this guidance and you, you know, you go ahead with it. It's like, there's a reason behind that. Why are you doubting it? Mm. Go ahead and do it. Stop, you know, stop uh, questioning. Yeah. So I stopped, I really stopped questioning this kind of messages a very long time ago. Yeah. Like a very long, because, you know, there's a reason, there's always a reason behind that. Yes. You know, and uh, something very magical happened when I got this tattoo done. Um, in the next meditation, not, not on the same day, on the next day, I was meditating and, and I, I heard him saying to me, I don't, I don't hear, I get blocks yeah. of thought, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so, so that's my way of channeling. So, um, so I, 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 was, I, I will say hear him or heard him. Yeah. saying yeah. to me that I had to activate it. So mm-hmm. he gave me the instructions on how to activate his energy in me. And it has to do with this thing that we are merging, you know, the energy coming from above with the energy coming from below. Below not meaning, you know, hell, meaning right, the inner right, right. earth. Right? Yeah, yeah, the depth. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I want to make this distinction. Because, <laughs> yeah, good point. You no, know, we all we all have this image of oh no, we're going to go, we're going down. No, right. That's why I don't know if you if you've seen that meditation that I recorded called the Inner Earth Journey. Yes, that was so beautiful. Oh. Yes. Okay, so so it has to do with the fact that both are merging, both energies are merging. Mm. So the inner earth and you know, the energy coming from outer space, if you want to call that. Yeah. Uh, so they are both merging in the new earth. We are both. And even though we are not used to maybe interacting with the crystal world and, you know, with 
the, the divas in nature and all these beings, they are there. Mm. They are always there. And it's very important that we acknowledge their presence because they live here just like us, mm. you know? And the message that I got about this, this uh, aspect is that they are there to serve us. Hmm. They are not weird thingies flying around and ah, trying to spook up, to spook up, you know? It's right. like they are there to help us increase our energy field, yes. increase our connection with nature. Yes, yes. You know, all, the, all these things which are so important because it's like merging the exterior, what's it called? The external nature with the internal nature, hmm. you know? Because we are, we are still talking about unity consciousness. This is right. part of that as well. Right. You know? One of my good friends, um, a divine soul, this, this um, I mean, as all are, but this, this rabbi, he's a dear friend, he's mm -hmm. a Hasidic rabbi. Right. He is, he like floats. He's just this beautiful, <laughs> beautiful soul. Right. And he said some, and I study with him every week for three years straight. And I just loved studying all these safers and these ancient texts and the Kabbalah with him. And mm -hmm. he said, if you don't understand that Satan is God's greatest servant, then you don't <laughs> understand God. And I was like, like what? <laughs> he said, he said, nothing, nothing in existence Mm -hmm. seen or unseen operates out of the will of God. Nothing. Everything is divinely in its place and it's time mm -hmm. serving its perfect role. And when I thought about this, I thought, yeah, well, okay. God is before what is mm -hmm. God existed to bring mm -hmm. forth that, which is so God can know himself. And, and we are that, experience of knowing so i thought okay so satan this this satanic world this dark mm -hmm. um void of god yeah the void of god consciousness is pulling this like current and and it creates fear accusation judgment polarity mm -hmm. all these things it's yeah pulling and God allows it so that when we wake up to this is not where I want to be, God can say, perfect. Because the minute we say this is not where I want to be, we get pulled out of this. Right. And it's that duality, again, that contrast. And I'm like, mm -hmm. this is amazing. And that's where like Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And then yeah. all of a sudden, like that sounds very nice. Like, okay, that makes sense. It's not... There's no real confusion with that. It's pretty clear. Mm -hmm. Then Genesis 1, 2, it says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And everyone's like, er, like what? <laughs> what is happening? And then Genesis 1, 3, And God said, Let there be light. Mm -hmm. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. So he allowed utter darkness on this sphere to bring mm -hmm. forth brilliant light so that right. we knew oh light darkness and he divided those two can i add something to this please, that you're saying? please yeah say you know how can a seed grow if it's not put into the dark oh, that's soil so that's so good that is so good and okay 
you know. this, where, where are precious metals found? In darkness, not on the surface. Fool's gold's mm-hmm. found on the surface, but pure yeah. gold is found in darkness, in the ground. There you go. There's so much beauty in this, and most people are afraid of the dark, and that's why the message is now waking up to you are the light. This is why I speak a lie, come from the Christian world and the Jewish mm-hmm. world. And um, there's so much fear. And yet Jesus's very first message in the Sermon of the Mount, he doesn't qualify. He doesn't say, well, if you believe this or you do these things or you are this or if you, he just says, you're the light of the world. Yeah. Remember, remember you are the light. How can we see if we don't shine? How can we, you know, lead people out unless we wake up to say, oh, Mm -hmm. The light is from within, not from without. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. I always get this image about the seed when it's inside the soil. So what does the seed need to do in order to come to the light? It first needs to understand its strength, mm. its power, right? And believe, believe that that is not it. That's not the end of its life. Hmm. That is only what is pushing it to start growing and coming to the surface and expanding and then reaching the light on the outside. But first, the seed needs to go within and find its strength and its light within. It will not find it inside the soil. Powerful. You understand? Yes. So the same thing happens with a baby. You know, I get this image, which is the baby, when, when it's, you know, put inside the mom's belly, it's a very dark and humid environment. Mm. It's not filled with light and love. And, no, man. I mean, really, I did a regression to my mom's womb, mm. and I know what I'm talking about, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, is I mean, so the baby, even though... It's, you know, in this environment, it's being nurtured, hmm. you know, it, it's, you know, connecting to its own will to live. It's not the mom's will that the kid lives. It's the kid's will to live. Hmm. And the mom is a bum because of the baby. Hmm. So the, ba- the so baby, good. the baby is the teacher. It's so not good. the other way around. It's not the other way around. You know? That is so So, good. I mean, every time I think about these things, I'm like, I'm not a mom. You know, I, I've never had a baby, but it doesn't matter. I mean, in this, yeah, in this aspect, it. you know, it's like that kid is coming here to show you your path. Yes. Yes. It's not, it's not there for you to, you know, create structures around it. around him or around her right that's that's not it that kid is here to trigger the hell out of you Mm. yes (laughs) yes and to and to help you realize what you still need to work in yourself Mm. what things you haven't allowed yourself in your own life yes you know many things and i've seen this with you know all of my of my relatives 
I've done a lot of inner work because, because I had to, right? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. otherwise I wouldn't be talking like this, honestly. Right. And you know what I, what I realized? That in my family tree, especially on my mom's side, you know that Lebanon has had lots of issues with war and all these yes. things. And also, yes. and also with, um, what's it called? With uh, oppression on the woman, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. violence and all these things, you know? So there's something that I've seen in each woman in my family, which is they all expected their daughter to heal her, herself, yes. to heal herself, so, you know? And yeah. that's not their job. Right. That's not their job. Right. You know, it's the other way around. Your right. kid is coming here. You, what it is to live in freedom, that's what right. it is to be aligned, what it is to be alive, because that's how they come to the world. Right. Then you set all these structures around the kid. But when they come here, they, they I mean, they are purity, they are freedom embodied. Yes. You know? Yes. yes. Truly. So, truly. For I, it's a, I had I have girl boy girl, right, and divinely placed that way because my son, I had a hard enough time. I couldn't bathe my kids for the first six years of their life. I couldn't be around them. I I, I had a very in which brought back the suicidal tendencies in me. I still wasn't willing to fate like something's broken. I felt like I was like mm-hmm. I wasn't wired correctly. I was truly like a broken vessel that um, needed to escape out of this, this existence. Mm And um, when I had my son, Mm -hmm. I would get so angry and not at him, but I felt this like, first of all, the, the rage that I experienced and the violence and the, the horrible things that I experienced, I felt like, and I was like channeling that anger at not at my son, but from my dad, but mm-hmm. back to my dad, I was so angry. How could you do it mm-hmm. to strip away the innocence? And I was confronting all this like anger and rage that my son mirrored that existed right. in me. <laughs> That's and when how I, he's your teacher. You see? Yes, exactly. Right. There you go. Cause he didn't have to, <laughs> experience anything from me to him he showed me i was already conscious enough to know at this time like what's coming in me and what's revealed in me is Mm -hmm. something for me to process Mm -hmm. but i tell my wife it just makes me so angry how could he how do we do how does any human strip Mm -hmm. away the innocence of of these beautiful babies these beautiful teachers it's it's beyond heinous Mm -hmm. and yet and yet we heal and yet we do the work and yet we go and, and um, I don't know. I'm just sharing that as it was fascinating where I recognized that that anger was not at my son. It was at my dad, but my Mm -hmm. son was triggering that. Yeah. In something I probably did Mm -hmm. only the outcome or the result was much different. I, I experienced the rage and anger he didn't have, he doesn't have to, or never will and never have to. But um, yeah, that's the interesting thing about that, that, that the unhealed versus healed path. And that's really like, I don't, if there's any duality that we should, where we get to as humans focus on, it's, are we walking towards health 
mm-hmm. are we walking towards pain? That's Totally. That's, it. That's it. It's like, yeah. come, let us, let us heal together. Let us lock arms together. Let us love together. Let us be permissions for each other to share the truth together. Let us, let us shame each other no more. Let that be a, a thing of the past. And, and mm-hmm. um, this is what I get so excited about is just beautiful souls like you and connecting and <laughs> And like I recorded a second episode with Lori that's coming out um, November 2nd. And it is like, it is like, it is, it is so intense. Even she and I were like, whoa, what just happened? It's like you and like all of us light workers are connecting right Mm -hmm. now, strengthening the, the connectivity all around the globe and really holding space for the earth. Yeah. And and a lot of people want to pull me into politics and and it sometimes I I've even had people tell me my politics are wrong. I'm like I don't even talk about politics. I don't even care about. I care about sovereignty yeah. and healing <laughs> and wholeness mm-hmm. and goodness and truth and beauty and honor and all these things matter. Politics yeah. is a distraction from these paths. Mm-hmm. And that's um, uh, one question that you can ask yourself. Is politics part of the structure for the new earth? Mm. You know, is it going to nurture myself? And as I speak about politics, am I going to be doing any good? Mm. So that these are the questions that I always ask myself, you know, because here in Argentina, I don't know if you know a bit about my country, but you know, don't get me started. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. So, um, and uh, Argentina has been a country that has gone through the crappiest crap in the planet, really. Mm. And it still is, right? So with all this pandemic thing, sorry that I call it like that, but... You yeah, know. it is. Yep. Okay. Yep. okay. Yep. Right. Am, am I allowed? <laughs> yeah, say <laughs> it. Say all it. right. So with this I, pandemic... I, I, so, won't atta- I won't attack you, okay? <laughs> right. You. Okay. Yeah. So... The thing is that um, we have been already for uh, eight months in quarantine. Mm. Um, And uh, now they have passed this law that they want to do massive compulsory vaccination. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyway. Um, And the poverty level here is now over 50%. You know? Yeah. Lots of people had to close their shops. Um, you know, lots of things happened. And the thing is that I am really hoping that this country starts awakening a bit more. I have seen lots of people um, demonstrating in a peaceful way, uh, which is something really good. I have seen a bit less violence than in other times, mm, you know. So yeah. I think that this is a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, but I still feel that there's a lot of awakening to do here, at least. It's interesting. Yeah. I, why, why you're saying that it came to me that there's, there's this classic liberalism, which means freedom for all expression, yeah. freedom of speech, freedom mm-hmm. of thought, freedom of ideas, freedom of, yeah. of assembly, all these, con- which is the first amendment in the United States constitution, yeah. which makes our country so unique in that regard. And mm-hmm. then sadly in the 1880s, 
the progressive era started and mm. it, it used the words of virtue. It used virtuous words, right. but connivingly. And so we're talking about how like satanically seductive mm-hmm. use the words, the right words, take care of people, love people, you know, every, yeah. no one's left out, but use the same system that created the issues in the first place. So the yeah, words okay. were alluring and then mm-hmm. the system's still the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that is, I think, hurting a lot of people too, because they're waking up. There's a lot of well-intended people, but are still trying to use the system to fix the system. That's it. That's it. That's and they the don't problem. understand that the system is literally going away. Right. And, you know, in this country, it is there is no like i'm not sure what i think of donald trump it's either you <laughs> love him yeah, yeah, yeah or they hate him i know and what i say is do you understand that he is a mirror to whatever's yeah. inside you mm-hmm. just as my son was a mirror to what i had yeah. to heal everything's a mirror to bring mm-hmm. to the level the surface like what we get to heal and yeah. Well, I was talking, I did this post the other day. Um, I shall read it because someone commented and I think they missed, they did miss the point, but I, it was a good question and I I responded back, but I said, those you feel hatred for simply mirrors to show you what's inside your heart. Instead of cursing them, thank them because awareness is the first step towards healing and healing leads to your freedom. And the person said, um, um, said this is where it gets hard to understand how does hating pedophiles make you one i said that's not what i said it doesn't make you what you hate they're just Mm -hmm. showing you what's inside you and my buddy and i were talking about this because um the if you if you say the hate someone hates donald trump or i don't even want to use trump because (laughs) ever it's too easy for people Pedophiles, the most vile people that strip away in a sense of these innocent babies. Mm -hmm. So if you have it, they deserve to die because that doesn't exist. That doesn't belong on this earth. That energy just doesn't belong. If someone is bringing that energy, it just doesn't, it doesn't belong here. Mm -hmm. But I have no hatred towards that. There's no energy. I have no energy charge towards them. It's just Mm -hmm. as a cyst, a, um, a mechanism of bringing this forth always mm-hmm. belong. It just belongs off this planet. Yeah. And I, and my buddy would say, well, how do you not hate them? I said, well, if you have hate towards them or any person, it could be Trump, it could be whatever. Mm-hmm. Nothing will satiate that hate. You could, you could cut their, I mean, you could torture the person. I don't want to get graphic, but I was yeah, yeah, my yeah. friend. You could do the most heinous things to them. And mm-hmm. it still won't satiate the hate yeah, because the exactly. hate has nothing to do with them. You're yeah. still left with what you are attached to that energy. So don't you see, yeah. yes, you can want something removed, but mm-hmm. the, the energy that it's showing you is it something within you to heal. Not totally. that will not solve it. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, um, this is very, very, uh, it resonates a lot in, in, within me regarding mm-hmm. 
things that I used to give power to, mm. to trigger me. Mm. You know, Th those are just triggers. Yeah. I mean, and triggers the, are the guides. The, yeah. So the, the feeling of hatred is your feeling, is your own feeling. It's right. that energy that's stagnant within you, right? Yeah. Yep. All those characters that are showing up are just putting their finger in your hatred. Hmm. You see? Yeah. So, I mean, it's up to you to do something well with, uh, sorry, <laughs> with what's going on within you. Yeah. So, so that you can step out of it to have a better and a more clear idea of what you can do to bring forth what you want to see in the world. Mm. Not continue feeding with that hatred right. what is already there. Right. You understand? Yeah. Because it's the only way that we can create change because otherwise we are feeding on the same thing. That's right. That's exactly right. And just repeating so, the cycles. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So what I started doing and it really served me is acknowledge what's going on within me and ask myself, what is it that I can do to create on the outside the opposite of this thing that's uh, in imbalance within me? Mm. But first, what did, I, what did I need to do? I had to acknowledge it in myself, work on it within myself. And then from that, you know, clean slate, let's call it clean slate, mm -hmm. we can start building a new way that is going to feed into what we want to see happening mm -hmm. around. Because otherwise, the energies get mixed up. Yes. The yeah. message we are bringing forth yes. is, you know, it's, it's not clear. Right. You know, energy-wise. That's right. Energy-wise. That's right. So that's why we are still feeding on duality all the time. You know, because right. right. we talk about this, but we talk about the opposite all the time. Yes. And it's like both energies are all the time going on at the same time. That's so right. So we need to pick what energy do we, do we want to feed? Hmm. You know, I'm not talking about not acknowledging what's going on because yes. that's not what I'm saying. Right. But it's but, having but, energy tied yeah. towards it. Yes. That's, like, that's it. My, that's one it. of my closest friends, is a, he was a 10-year yeah. Navy SEAL. And he okay. led the largest special forces mission in U.S. history. And he okay. is brilliant and a war hero and mm -hmm. a beautiful soul. It's just such mm -hmm. a unique, it's just one of the most unique people I've ever experienced, been around. Uh -huh. And he asked me, I asked him when I, we were hanging out one time, I said, do you believe in God? Mm -hmm. And uh, he was Catholic K through uh 12th grade and come from a real staunch Roman Catholic family. And he said, no, I don't believe in God. And I said, well, why not? And he said, well, because if, if I did believe in God, then I would be a murderer because it says that you, you should not kill. <laughs> and I thought that's really interesting. And I thought for yeah. a second, I said, that's not actually what it says. It says thou shalt not kill. And why, what that means is, the law has already been established for what is the consequence for unhealthy behavior in society. Yeah. But him carrying out the law is not the law himself. Yeah. So he is not thou, he's not the singular, the law is established. So 
and he and we were talking about this and and that's where people get confused on if I carry my justice out on someone, if I, my hatred gets uh, validated and what I want to see happen, then I become relative in my energy and my truth and my experience. And then it's all about me. It comes back Mm -hmm. to egocentrism versus love is the greatest law. And to love that, to bless those that hate you, to bless your enemies doesn't mean you don't have enemies. Doesn't mean that these people aren't worthy of the consequence of their actions because every, yeah. the law of free will will lead everyone to the, to the path that they choose. Yeah. And yet sure. we can still stay in that frequency of love and not take this on. And what you're saying is not feed the, it's not, not acknowledging yeah. the evil. It's seeing mm-hmm. the evil and saying, I choose good and may evil get exactly what evil has chosen, which is death. Yeah. That's yeah. the, that is the end result of evil. Yeah. It's death. Exactly. It What's is. the end result of love? Life. Yes. And exactly. we are here to live. We are here to yeah. live a very long time on this planet with beautiful Lovely. divine bodies back into alignment with this earth, giving yeah. us the sustenance that it, wants to bring forth mm-hmm. and um yeah this is uh i love that you said you're feeding those and feeding it, it, the confusion is if you want to remove the evil you're actually feeding the evil yeah as opposed to the evil will mm-hmm. will be removed with love yeah. not the other way yes. Yeah. Well, you know, this has got to do with law of attraction. Hmm. You know, I mean, law of attraction says that those things or those circumstances that you want to experience, you got to feed them. But if you keep on talking about what you don't want to experience, <laughs> you're still feeding it. You're yeah. still feeding that. Yes. You know, I, I, I'm not sure if you've heard of Abraham Hicks. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. So if, if you hear Esther channeling Abraham, you know, this is something that, that she's always saying or talking about. If you still talk about, oh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know, to, I don't want my partner to behave like that. And I don't want my partner. You keep on talking about that, man. I mean, that's the only thing you're going to get <laughs> because Great. you're still talking about those things that you don't want to see. Yes. And I mean, if you start focusing your energy on, what you do want to see, you really, truly focus there. Yes. That's where you will, that's the path that, that you will be, you know, walking, not the other way around. Because if you don't give energy to something, then it has no strength to mm-hmm. remain. That's right. You know? So it's, it's exactly it's what you're talking about. Exactly what you're talking about. So, yeah. One of my clients that I do coaching with, we're going yeah. through this, what he wants to see in the world. And he said, less, mm-hmm. less inequality, less this. And I said, well, how can we say that in the positive? More equality, more yeah. love, more light, more good, more truth, not yeah. less lies, less, you know, this and that. Yeah. And it's a massive shift. Even mm-hmm. Solomon wrote in Proverbs, life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. If we love life, we will speak yeah. life and we will yes. We will feed on life. But if we okay. speak death, if we speak cursing, if we speak the negative frequencies, we will keep yeah. feeding on those until we wake up and say, 
I don't like this anymore. I want to change how I speak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, Beautiful sister. Yes, dear brother. (laughs) You are, you are a prophet. You are powerful. Oh, thank you so much. And you're, I just, your, your strength is really beautiful. (laughs) It's a beautiful strength you you have. Do you have, before we wrap and I, and I want to send people to you and follow you and, Okay. Do you have anything you could read or uh, do you have a poem yes. with you? Could you, yeah. could you read uh, was, one of your I mean, beautiful you, divine You read poem? my mind. You read my mind. <laughs> you did. You did. There's this poem that I wrote, which um, is very special to me because um, it has to do with the fact that I experienced being energy in the universe before I incarnated. Hmm. and i i feel it's a let me just find it here i feel it's it's a very nice poem that might you know resonate with with many of of the audience let me find it uh Uh, i'm looking for it give me a second i'm looking for uh Give me a sec. <laughs> I, I have the thing is that I, I have copied all of my poems onto the phone. So yeah, mm, I can't find it. Wait, I need to go to my Instagram. I'll find it there because it is in there. So sorry about the delay. No problem. No pressure. Okay. No rush. It's all all is good. All okay. Is well. All is all is well. Yeah, it's <laughs> all it's all beautiful. Um, while you're looking right. for that, I just want to um, yeah. encourage everyone to follow you on Instagram and I'll put your handle um, in the show notes. And when we post this on, on Instagram, everyone will be able to see it, but you have done such beautiful job, even editing the videos, the poems to, Thank you so to much. The, I mean, it's just really, so much. And the I key, mean, I'm, you do a good I'm job. A newbie. <laughs> I'm a newbie because mm. really, I mean, I, I just, you know, I do what I can. I'm not specialized in editing or anything like that. So, you know, sorry well, about they're, that. They're, they're great. Well, I, <laughs> I, I think they're great. I'm just, thank you so much. I'm just trying to bring forth everything that comes through. So mm-hmm. I'm going to read you this poem and it says, I was just a dot of light in the immensity of the universe. Trillions of astral matter would pass me by in a glimpse of an eye. Gusts and winds, the breath of God, the intention of creation. It was all so tempting and yet defying. What messages were there for me underneath the surface of the marvels of the cosmos, I wondered. Big bangs would happen out of the blue, and so would stars and planets and galaxies as a whole appear before my very eyes. The immensity of the womb of the Divine Mother would never cease to surprise me. Creation would amaze me one minute after the next. Once upon the mother's inhale, I received a deep message coming from my core, from the nucleus of the minuscule atom of light that I was at that point in time. And this message was not just about that. It was a calling. Yes, it was settled. The mother and I had agreed on the everlasting and sacred co-creation called life. Mm. As I embraced her and felt her blessing, She whispered in my ear that it would be fantastic, a true earthly quest that would bring forth the power that she had impregnated me with. 
the sourceful infinite power of co-creation. She took a deep breath and blew life into me. All of myself became a colorful whirlpool of emotional beingness implanted into the micro womb within our eternal and expanded celestial macro womb. The, the micro universe within the macro universe became a reality in itself. And all of a sudden, or at least that was what it seemed, I had the urge to take my very first breath in this path of life that me and my eternal earth, uh, sorry, and my eternal mother had agreed upon. Mm. I was alive once more. Was this my very first breath? Was this my very first cry? The answer came straight to myself, no. Yet the feeling of magic and newness were still present. It was time to take the first embrace from my earthly mother and father. It was time to take the first step in the new way around Gaia. So beautiful. <laughs> I love so, it. so beautiful. So that, that's, uh, that's one of the poems that I love the most. Um, mm. And it came to me right after meditating. Mm. Um, so, yeah, thank you for allowing me to read it to, to our audience. Yeah, and thank, so thank you. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm blown away. I'm blown away by you and I'm really thankful that I can call you sister and <laughs> from you. different parts of the world where yeah. we are one even now and connected. We are. And, and we are. Um, yeah, I'm excited for you to continue to share. <laughs> I love what you post. I love Thanks. you. I love you and thank you. I love you back, bro. I love you, you back. And I really thank you for this opportunity. Um, I am trying to, to, you know, to share everything that comes through with everyone that wants to listen, you know, if, if it resonates with them, because this is part of my, my mission, my, my service to, to people, you know, and uh, you're yeah, going to have your, I, you are going to speak to thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people. You're going to speak to so many people. You are, you are, you, there's no, there is no, awakened moment wasted and it wasn't just for you it was for us it was for all of us and that's what's going to happen and and just know that the crest of the wave has yet to even reach its peak it's just the beginning you're at the beginning of this beautiful wave so i'm i know it's the beginning and i i feel honored of being here Hmm. you know well, I, I I'm excited before, to ride it, ride it with you and watch it with you because it's going to be oh, beautiful and everyone gets to watch okay. with you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, really. So you know that uh, I'm writing my very first book in English now. Wow. So I'm, I'm very exi- excited. I have written two books in Spanish. I'm writing my third one right now. Uh, and uh, it's the one in Spanish is going to be called, I'm going to give you the details now, it's going to be called The Mission and the Multidimensional Self. So that's the title for the book in Spanish. Um, and then the one in English, it's going to be called Words for Gaia. Hmm. And uh, I'm also creating a, an Oracle card deck with a very, very dear sister of mine. Wow. Um, cool. Yeah. So she's an amazing spiritual painter. Then I, I can give you her Instagram later on for people. Yes, if, please. If wanna, yeah. I mean, when you see her, her paintings, you can tell that, this girl, she came from a different planet, really. Wow. We all did, right? Yes. But I mean, really, 
I mean, the way she channels through her painting, it blows my mind. It does. And I mean, the, the, the really interesting thing is that we got connected because most of her paintings are aligned with my poems. Wow. You know, and it's like, wow, wow, you know? wow. So that's, that's how we, we, we got acquainted, you know, and it's like, I asked her, look, I have this thought because I want to create some kind of guidance for the new earth through my oracle cards. I mean, I'm not a great painter, to be honest with you. I mean, I can do some stuff, but I'm, it's not, you know, what I'm great at, yeah. right? So I said to her, would you like to do a co-creation that we can then share with the world? And she was like, right, let's do this, you know? I mean, she, she, she just instantly clicked with me and with my writing and, and here we are. We are creating that as well. Wow. So. I can't wait to buy that. That's going to be incredible. <laughs> That's going to be It's going to be really, really cool because all the messages are channeled and uh, mm. not only in the words, but also in the painting. So beautiful. it's very, very beautiful. Sister Alex, thank you so much for coming on. That was amazing. And what a gift to be able to hear your words, your messages, and your story. Everyone, please go follow Alex on Instagram. I'll put the show notes, her handle in the show notes and thank you so much for listening to this episode continue to release fear dear brothers and sisters release fear receive love and walk in light especially during these coming weeks blessings to you all i am lucas mack and i'll talk to you on the next episode thank you brothers and sisters for listening for support in your journey go to my website lucasmack.com <music>